hey, 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 hey. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Before we hit record, you said something about me. What, what the you fuck said did I say? You were talking shit about me. Yeah? You got a problem yeah. with it? I, I got a problem with it. I got a serious problem with it. You want to go? You want to go? You want to fight right here? Yeah, let's take it outside right now. No, let's not take it outside. I'm going to plug in the PS4. Oh, I see how you want to no, do. we're going to take it to the goddamn arena. All right. No, you and I, you, me, Towerfall, no variance, Ascension only. Let's <laughs> fucking do this. All right, I feel you. We'll do it. So this is to Ryan Crew. I'm Ryan Fust. And I'm Ryan Barnett. And today we're going to talk about the excellent, fantastic, multiplayer archery shooter, Towerfall, or Towerfall Ascension, if you prefer. And as you can guess, it is quite the competitive game. It, take, it fills the hole that was left in my heart by the lack of a good Street Fighter game. I suppose that's one way to say it. Well, you want to know more? Just keep listening. Hey, you want to know more? Just uh, do nothing. Just, just sit there. Sit there and let us fill your ears with our information. You got your earbuds in? Are we, uh, are we deep in there right now? Mmm, get deep in there. We're so deep in there. Right now, do yourself a favor. Take out those earphones and make sure that you, like, they're actually plugged in. It would be so bad if you were coming out through speaker right now. But just in case you are coming out through speaker, dicks. Dicks, 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 dicks. Dicks, dicks. Hey, everybody, I'm looking at gay porno. Homoerotic pornography. Mmm. Are your headphones in? Are you sure? I hope they are. Enjoy another episode of Two Ryan Crew. So this week we're going to talk about a game that is very near and dear to us. Oh yes, very. <laughs> we spent the better part of a year almost exclusively playing this game. Together, yeah, this yeah. is an excellent multiplayer game. This is probably the multiplayer game in my opinion, one of the better ones. So this game stacks up with GoldenEye 64 and Super Smash Brothers, in my opinion. I place it above them for the sake of its simplicity. And of course what we're referring to is Towerfall. Oh yes, Towerfall. Because the way that I would see like GoldenEye and Smash Brothers, those games, they have a bit of a learning curve, you know? You got Towerfall know, does too. A little bit, but when it's I say very... Smash Brothers, I mean the original Smash Brothers, even the simple a, Smash Brothers. Even that had a bit of a learning curve too. A little like. bit. Towerfall, you got like three buttons. When I compare it, it's the way that we play. It's four of us crowded around a console like it was exactly. in 1998. And actually, this game was heavily inspired by GoldenEye 007 in and, that aspect. Well, in fact, we mentioned this as we played it, like, the first couple times. Like, this has become the new Smash Brothers amongst our group of friends. Right. Whereas, right. like, this is the go-to multiplayer <laughs> game when there's three or more of us, and we want to, like, really bring out something fun that a lot of people can play at once. Like, it actually got to the point, we played this game so much, it got to the point you guys would come over, not a word would be spoken. I would just boot up the PS4 and load Towerfall. Yeah, it was just a, a rule that we would play Towerfall right. if the whole gang was together. <laughs> So yeah, this game was released in, uh, actually, June of 2013 by Matt Thorson. And originally, it was released as an Ouya exclusive. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> as I said, we were taking notes for this. Like, yeah, you had an Ouya, and so did 
Ten other people? Yeah. And I actually, I played this game for the Ouya because people kept saying, like, this is the game that's going to make the console. But I only had one Ouya controller, so I never got to experience the multiplayer. This is a classic example of a great game released on a shit platform. Happens more often than it should. It does, <laughs> but thank God it got ported. Yes, eventually it was ported to a PS4, Linux, OS X, and Windows under the name uh, Towerfall Ascension. They added some new content, uh, overhauled a few things. Yeah, there was more stages, more <laughs> characters. And there was also some DLC added to uh, called yes, Dark, Dark World. World. Which is a great example of DLC done right. Same thing, more characters, more stages. Right, so, and they yeah. added actually, they expanded on the single player as well. There was a new level added to that. They added uh, some modifications, <clears throat> which we'll go over later. The variants. Yeah, of yeah. course. And uh, as I said earlier, this game was actually inspired by GoldenEye 007 and also uh, Bushido Blade, which I, I see. I see it. Okay, so you say... Now, <clears throat> Bushido Blade, very... <clears throat> no, you're wrong. It was inspired by Gun. <clears throat> we... I see both. Well, Samurai Gun. Yeah, Samurai Gun. Samurai Gun, yes. Yeah. Mm, you're right. I don't see you're the Bushido right. Blade. Oh, Bushido Blade, I see it in the one-hit death. Okay, so it's <clears throat> in that aspect. Because I was going to ask. So but no, most, you're right. Samurai Gun is definitely the inspiration. Mostly I see the inspiration from Samurai Gun as in the fact that it is the same kind of game, played exactly the same way. Almost exactly the same way, yeah. Instead Whereas of, you say Bushido Blade and Goldeneye, and I don't see it as much. I only compare it to Goldeneye in the fact that it's good for people on a couch yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. As far as the game itself goes, it's very much been inspired by a game called Samurai Gun. Right, and I'd say the major difference is Samurai Gun, you had a gun with three bullets? Yes, you had and three shots and a sword. Whereas uh, Towerfall, you have, by default, uh, three arrows. You're, and a you're jump, archers. A jump attack. Right. So you, it's, <laughs> that's not a big difference. It's the same thing. You have a physical attack and three shots to start And actually, with. Uh, one of the variants you can get in multiplayer is called Gun Mode. Yes. In where... which the kill screen was um, identical to that in Samurai Gun. Yep. The screen would black out and show the killer and the victim, which is a really stylistic... It's, it's very cinematic in the yeah. way it does it. I like that. I almost always play with gun mode on when I have the chance. It adds a little extra layer of satisfaction. It's when you get a real good to kill. The game. And uh, we actually we didn't know about this until we were taking notes, but an eight-player version of the game was released just this year in 2016. Oh yeah, because we were playing it back when it was first released, and now I've made the eight-player version. I would love to try that. I haven't yet. We oh, just we haven't yet. Yeah. We just got to get you know six friends. Yeah, well, I mean we have like. <laughs> Three other friends, maybe. <laughs> so, but appropriately, uh, this game sells for eight dollars and eighty-eight cents. I thought that was clever. And the little added thing that I like the most is a player version has widescreen. Not a huge selling point for me, but always nice. Some people right. care about that. The original game itself, like you, it, uh, it blocks off the sides with these little like pieces of art. It it looks nice, but I like when yeah. games use the full real estate that's on the screen. If you say so. Not a big deal for me, but obviously it's, a, it's something you enjoy, so. Now, as always, we're going to break this into four categories. We got, uh, let me think of how to sort this here. We're going to do, let's do graphics, story, sound, gameplay. There is no story, but okay. Okay, let's do story, graphics, sound, gameplay. All right. Okay. Let's start with the story. There is none. 
Great. So there is literally to... <laughs> no story to this game that I have ever found. So let's move on to graphics. Well, no, the story is you got two or more people that just want to virtually kill each other. I suppose. Maybe there's some backstory online somewhere that I've missed. Yeah. I'm sure this game... one of our avid listeners could inform me if I'm wrong, because I yeah. know how much people love to correct others when they're wrong on the internet. So please, here we are being very wrong. We don't think this game actually has any story. Yeah, I firmly believe this game has no story. If I am wrong, send us some hate mail, let me know, educate <laughs> me. Yeah. And you know what? You correct us, we'll mention it in the next episode. Exactly. We'll give you a shout-out. So... Story. There is none. Graphics. I... I am in love with the graphics of this game. This looks like a Super Nintendo game. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, it's, you know, old-school pixelated 2D. The attention to detail in the animation is fantastic. That's what gets me. So, yeah, it, it is. It's typical indie, old-school 2D sprites. But there is a lot of animation stuff that really drives it home as being very well done. I know the first thing that I noticed that really impressed me was, uh... Well, in multiplayer, whoever gets the most kills will eventually get a little uh, crown on their head. And what I loved was I had tried to shoot the person with the crown. The arrow whizzed over their head, hit the crown, and knocked it off. And it was this just beautiful, fluid animation. Exactly. You you can shoot hats off people's heads. Crowns. Right, the hats too. Yeah. You can pick them up later for your own character if you so desire, just to be a dick. <laughs> but there's really well done dodge animations. Uh, the death animations are well. Oh yeah. In yeah. single player and co-op, there are enemies, and the enemy sprites are all done very nicely. Yeah, they're all done incredibly well. They all have well, their own uh... beautiful attack patterns. Yeah, the game itself is incredibly fast-paced, and you don't always have a chance to uh, appreciate the amount of work it's that went true. into it. As with any multiplayer head-to-head -head game, it's very fast-paced, but it's also worth noting the backgrounds are very well done, too. Oh, the backgrounds are gorgeous, and actually the background art plays into an unlock later on. It does, yes, so it, that's even better in that, that sense. Which I think we can mention here, since I don't know if it'll come up later on, but some of the backgrounds will have uh, arrows. Like, you know, one background might have, like, ship anchors or something pointing, like, up, up, and down. And you got to keep that in mind. Because eventually you'll, in the options, get this screen that says input passcode. And it's a bunch of arrows that you got to put together. Yeah, and, and you glean them from the stages. That was exactly. a, a clever little trick. I like that. It was really nice. To unlock a new character. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember one night we sat there and actually, like, wrote down the arrows and really put work into it. Yeah, that was one of the few times in recent memory I've really put a lot of effort into a game figuring out some obscure secret. Yeah, and it was totally worth it. It was, yeah. It was fun. And I mean, that's that's we'll cover this more into gameplay, but I mean, this is just kind of a throwback to when games were fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple, it's, it's fun to play. Easy to learn, hard to master, and just an overall blast. But I mean, we'll talk about that more when we get into <clears throat> gameplay, of course. But yeah, graphics... Uh, the sprites are a bit basic, but the animation is incredibly smooth. The backgrounds are gorgeous. It has these really neat, like, fire effects and, uh... Oh, yeah, there's lots of fire, fog, the time lava, slow right. effects. There's a lot of cool shit going on. I mean, words won't do it justice. If you're a little bit curious, look up, like, YouTube videos of people playing this or something. It's a really fun game to just even watch, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's pretty in a simplistic way. But... 
you know, graphics alone aren't going to make the aesthetic of the game. You of also need not. sound. Yeah, as as we briefly mentioned, inspired by Samurai Gun, plays like Samurai Gun, looks a million times better than Samurai oh, yeah. Gun. All Samurai Gun is still a fun game to play. Oh, it's a great it looks game. Looks like ass. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you're a fan of Towerfall, check out Samurai Gun. If you're a fan of Samurai Gun, check, check out Towerfall. Towerfall. Yeah. The two games complement each other greatly. But sound. I think sound is one of the places where this game excels. The soundtrack is excellent. The soundtrack is fantastic. It always, always fits the mood of a stage. All of the stages are vastly different, and somehow they pick the perfect music for each stage. Exactly. The music is what really drives it home. It's very, very well and done. I mean, honestly, as we're recording this podcast right now, I've got the, uh, it was like the, the ship, the theme for the ship stuck in my head. Which is like this really kind of cinematic, almost like Pirates of the Caribbean-esque music. Yep. And occasionally have like chanting in the background and just really, really cool shit going on there. Yeah, the actual soundtrack itself, beautiful, very well done. And in fact, it reminds me of a Tales of game Actually, soundtrack. yeah, yeah. We've made that comparison it's, before. I've heard this from other people, too. I was, just this past weekend, I introduced two guys to Towerfall and was playing with them and they made the same thing just on their own. It's like, wow, wow, you think that too, huh? It's cool. <laughs> Yeah, the soundtrack is incredibly well done, and the sound effects themselves are excellent. Yeah, the sound effects are also very well done. I like how at the character select screen, when you pick your character, there's like a, uh, oh, what's the word for it? It's not uh, like, it's kind of like have voice voices, but synthesis. It's a funny sound effect. It's supposed to be each character like talking or laughing as you select picture, them. Uh, picture like an old school adventure game, how every character had like a different pitch beep. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Like, I always enjoy playing as the, the zombie pirate character. Yeah, which so has a you, very low, almost yeah, growling. You select him, and he does this wicked laugh. Yeah. Like, in 16-bit <laughs> sounds, form. Yeah, it sounds very, uh, like a heavily toned-down sample. As yes. it would in the yeah. like Super Nintendo era. But a feature that really drew me in. We first played this game, uh, multiplayer, on PS4. And what I loved was that the PS4 having little speakers on each controller, your oh, character's yes. voice would play through the speaker. Well, much, much like in the newer Super Smash Brothers game, when you play it yeah. on, on a Wii, yeah, exactly. your voice comes through the controller. It's exactly that. Now, on that same token, but a little bit different from, say, Super Smash Brothers, every character is assigned a color, and when you choose your character, the PS4's controller lights to that character's yes, color. Yes, which was... Awesome touch. That way you instantly know who is playing who because your controllers glow the color of your character. Which, I mean, a lot of the PS4 controller features were very gimmicky. But that this is a was good one. That's a functional. Right. Yes. So, yeah, honestly, I'm going to say the best way to experience this game is probably PS4, just based on that alone. Yeah, we've played it on PS4 and Windows both. And right. Windows, only Windows has the eight-player mode, if I'm right. Yes, you are correct. So if you want to be like a big party game, you got to use the Windows version. But most of our time was spent on the PS4 version, and it, it translates very well. It's great on controllers. The controls are good. Uh, and we'll just get right into gameplay, I guess, because sure, the sound, soundtrack's great. So. Yeah, honestly, soundtrack is great. The sound effects are great. And actually, I wanted to mention real quick, one of my favorite sound effects, I guess. If both players fire an arrow at each other at the same time at the same angle, they'll hit each other and deflect. And it makes such a satisfying clink. <laughs> Ting! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sound is good, soundtrack is good. Uh, let's move on to gameplay, which is the real meat of this game. Oh, as it should be. 
and all gameplay is fast. The goal is obviously to shoot the other players yep. down. That's the your... basic goal of the game: kill each other. Yeah, all all your characters are archers. You yep. have a bow and arrow, and you start with various amounts of arrows and various kinds of arrows with special effects. Which we'll we'll get into variants later on. For now, we'll just talk about the basic core gameplay. And it's that simple: you shoot the yes. other players and kill them. You basically or have jump you, on their head. Right. Yeah. You can also Mario them, but you got three buttons: jump, shoot, and dodge. Yeah, it's real simple. We've introduced this game to quite a lot of people, even some who don't usually play like faster-paced competitive video games. It's a good party game. The people that we've introduced it to within the within the span of about an hour have become actually decent competition. Yes, it does not take long to get competent. At and this I'll game. actually say, like uh, our friend Mark, we introduced him to it. He played a lot less than us, but he actually became one of the better ones in our group. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not the best example because he had previous video game experience. Well, that is he's true. a gamer too. That is true. Because we've introduced some non gamers to it who've also picked it up. No, you're right. Pretty you're well. Right. But yeah, uh, out of all of us, he picked it up very quickly and was able to start like stomping on heads real yeah. fast. It went from me kind of like hand holding to me actually having to focus playing against him. And that's the cool thing about Towerfall is that'll happen quickly. Like I said, it's very easy to learn, very hard to master. Not like bass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's and because think, of that, it's, it has a very wide appeal, I think. Yeah, it's a game that really anybody can uh, pick up and play. And I think one thing that really adds depth to this otherwise very basic game is the dodge feature. All right, so yeah, of course, it's, it's simple. Shoot the other player, kill them to win. Right. But that's what makes it deeper, is the dodge. So by pressing uh, on the PS4, on the PS4 by pressing it's the, R2. the right trigger, right. Yeah, you can execute a rolling dodge. Or which, a dashing dodge, if you're in midair. Which will not only dodge around attacks and help you jump higher, but also snatch an enemy's arrow out of midair. No matter what, if you are in the middle of a dodge animation, when an arrow comes towards you, you will catch it. And this is crucial to mastering this game, I suppose. And it does add depth because you've caught the arrow. It's added to your quiver. Yes, that's also a nice thing. When you catch enemies' munitions, they suddenly become your munitions. But what I like is that another layer of added depth, we'll talk about it later with variants, is that catching it isn't always the best idea. No, it's true. There are certain types of arrows that are yeah, when it comes, detrimental. At least catch. one of them. When when Dark World came around, they had a clever way of dealing with, I guess, dodge spamming. Yes. The game is very well balanced in that regard. You know, like I know your style of gameplay was generally overload the other player with arrows. Right. I I am a very overkill guy. You were extremely guy. aggressive. I'm. Right. I'm spastic and aggressive i bounce around the screen a lot and right. when i do attack somebody i generally attack them with so much that it's it's based around that that it's hard for them to dodge all of it that they're gonna get hit one way or right. another your strategy was basically to hoard arrows and then fire like six of them so that their dodge animation would be over by the time the sixth arrow exactly fired. i would get the max amount of arrows right. possible and then just unload into one target but of course the game had ways of Balancing that. It did, yes. So you have things like uh, shields or wings so you can fly away or, you know. Yeah, there, there's not just arrows. There's items you can pick up on the stage. There's stage hazards as well to avoid. 
you have, as you said, wings that you can use to fly around the stage, dodge arrows more easily. And there's like speed boots. Speed boots. Uh, of course, um, shields, like we yeah, said. the shields. If you start losing a match too bad, you do get a pity shield. Or as we in our circle of friends call it, the bitch shield. The, the bitch shield. If you <laughs> suck, you get the bitch shield. Yep. And the shield is, you know, one hit is taken for you, basically. Yeah, it adds essentially an extra life to you. Right. And which, honestly, in Towerfall, makes all of the difference in some matches. Yeah, it's worth noting it's one hit, one kill. No matter what. Yep. Unless, unless you count the hat hits, which... That doesn't count. That's right. like That's an animation thing. Right. You shoot their hat off of them. Exactly. That's just to be fancy. But yeah, if an arrow touches you and you don't catch it or dodge it, you die. Yeah, the basic concept, of course, like we said, there's two variants. There's Last Man Standing and Headhunters. Last Man Standing is self-explanatory. Headhunters is the actual number of kills you get. Right, it's more of a traditional deathmatch mode. Exactly. It's also worth noting that there's a single-player mode, and the single-player mode has you fighting computer-generated enemies. Right, and they're not, like, bots like you would see in Quake or Unreal No, Planet. no, they're actually their own, like, enemies with attack patterns. It's... Right. They're all fairly unique, and as a bonus, if you're into this, the single-player mode has co-op, couch co-op. The co-op is actually a blast. It is. It's we just had as much so fun much as fun killing each other. I agree completely. Yeah, the co-op is great. The actual, like, head-to-head -head multiplayer is great. And this game, honestly, like I was going to say earlier, it's a throwback to just when games were fun. Yeah. It's just couch co-op. It's a very simple concept, easy to learn. Just simply, you know, gather up some controllers, gather up some friends, and kill each other. All right, you know what it is? It's not a throwback to when games are fun. It's a throwback to when games were more like Super Mario Brothers, where anybody can pick up the controller and instantly exactly. see what the objective is. You know is. what? I think, it's, I think it's unfair to say when games were fun. I think it's more when it games is, were games simple. Are, games are still fun. They are. It's they when are. games are more simplistic. Yeah. When games are like Pac-Man, when the goal was very simple and anyone could do it. It's incredibly easy to pick up the game and understand what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's intuitive. Yeah. Incredibly I intuitive. I suppose that's the better way to say that. Right. Right. That's definitely the way that I want to put it instead. Yeah, when games are fun, that's not fair. But this one is a lot of fun. And the thing is, so once you get tired of just shooting each other with basic arrows, now there's variants. Oh, yes. All sorts of crazy options to put on. We could spend three episodes just talking about the variants. There are so many wicked combos so I think you we'll can just, use. We'll just do some highlights here of some crazy shit that we've done. Sure. So like, like we said earlier, there's a way to combat dodging. There's a way they balance that, and that's with what's called prism arrows. Right, where if you dodge and you catch the arrow, the prism arrows encase you in a prism where you are stuck. You just have to sit in the prism, and you cannot dodge within the prism, and you cannot shoot outside of the prison. It makes you a sitting duck for the duration of a exactly. few seconds. Yeah. Like, it punishes dodging the arrow and trying to add it to your own uh, ammo stash by forcing you to sit there for valuable, precious seconds, which the games are decided in seconds. Exactly. The games are so fast. Yeah. And like I said earlier, you have that play style of just basically spamming arrows on people. So one of the variants is a cursed bow. And, yeah, that's... If you shoot all your arrows and accidentally press the fire button once more, when you have no arrows, you die. Yes, which, when we had that active, you lost many lives. <laughs> I did. I was bad at timing my shots. 
I mean, there's things like uh, bomb arrows, which create like a small radius of an explosion. Oh, Super yeah. bomb arrows, which create a big-ass radius of explosion. My two personal favorites are drill arrows, which drill through the stage round and can like pop up behind your feet or out of a wall behind and you. And yeah, worth mentioning, the stages wrap around. Oh yeah, the stages wrap around just like, like Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, think Pac-Man, exactly. I was just about to say that. So if you shoot a drill arrow, you know into one wall on the left side of the screen. It'll come out on the other side of the screen exactly. and still be deadly. And then also laser arrows, which bounce between walls. And generally, these have a duration. However, two other variants you have are infinite drills and infinite lasers. Where they will move forever until they hit something. You can create some amazing death traps using variants. There is a lot that goes into that. You make awesome death traps by combining these infinite arrows... And also something like uh, a stage lava hazard effect. That yeah, pops always up on the lava. Of the stage. Sure. We have things like uh, corpses explode. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Is when somebody <laughs> dies, they just explode and kill everything around them. Good way to even out the match. Oh, definitely. I know many times I was guilty of this. I would forget that exploding corpses were on, and I'm just gonna hang out near the body. And next thing you know, I'm I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. And then once. Uh, if you're playing in multiplayer, you don't get a point for that because you died too. Exactly. So it's a way to keep it more even, I suppose. And actually a really cool thing is they even thought about like after death, they have like a ghost mode. You can still damage people as a ghost. Oh, that is one of my favorites. It's It really only comes into full effect with the full four or eight players. Yeah, you need four or eight players, right. But the ghost mode is awesome. So once you die, you're a ghost and you can still kill people. You don't have a bow and arrow anymore, but you have like kind of this limited dash that you yeah, can Yeah, and if you dash into them, it kills them. However, if they shoot you with an arrow as a ghost, you, you die get a real. second death. Yeah. Right. And I mean, they have variants that go on kind of like the other side of it, too. Like making things easier, such as toy arrows. <laughs> which do nothing. They're just toys. They, they squeak just, when they hit you. They squeak and have a little bit of a knockback. Which in a lava stage oh, could, could be, be all sorts yeah. of fun. And no, uh... One of the variants we created, or one of the, I guess, game modes we created with variants is we recreated Joust. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had uh, no arrows, always wings, and then we had lava stages. Yeah, and then you throw Slippery Fours onto that, too, right. and you got you have Joust. You literally you have fly around joust. and ram into each other and slide <laughs> around in the floor until somebody falls into the lava or jumps on your head. And right, since jumping on the head is a rule, you have the same Joust thing of whoever was higher at the point of impact... It is literally Joust, <laughs> which incidentally happens to be one of my favorite arcade games of all time. So, <laughs> so yeah, variants. Honestly, there's endless possibilities. Yeah, there's you could spend hours of fun there. Oh yeah, and that's for sure. Hours of fun really sums it up. We spent, like I said, 2015 playing Towerfall. Yeah. So. Because I'm I'm thinking back on it now. We started heavily doing multiplayer in like February. And I think one of our last big sessions was New Year's Eve. Probably, yeah. Well, actually, I have a re more recent one. So just this last weekend in Detroit, we had Yomacon. Oh, yes, you went to Yomacon. Worth so, mentioning. Yeah, that's a pretty much a nerd convention. <laughs> so we brought the PS4 and Towerfall with us. And at some point, we invited some more people we had met and were hanging out with up back up to the hotel room. And as I said, it's very easy to bring these people in and just have them pick up the game and play it with you. So... Really fun. All the guys you met caught on. We had a blast. It was awesome. 
good party game. You get to drink while you do it. I mean, it doesn't detract from it very much. If you're drunk, you can still still handle the game pretty well. <laughs> it's simple enough to where yeah. you can kind of keep your focus even after being, well, hammered. Exactly. And one thing I do want to throw into gameplay real quick that we didn't quite touch on was the uh, excellent balance of the characters in the sense that they're all the same. Every character choice is purely cosmetic, and I love that. Yes, all the characters move and function exactly the same way. There are eight, eight different characters? I don't know the exact number. I think that. it's like eight characters, each one a different color. Only thing that changes is their color on your controller and their, their cosmetic appearance. And their the costume, voice, of course. Yeah, and their voice. And It's all aesthetic choices. What I love is that with Dark World, you actually got variants of each character. You got alternate costumes. Right. Yeah, I mean, the characters also, like, there's a... The design is great on all of them. They are. They're very well done. My favorite, of course, is the um, blue-hooded character, the last of the order. Yeah, and I think you always pick... As I uh, said, I like, I like the zombie pirate. Yeah, you're always the zombie pirate. Crimson yeah. something or other. Yeah. I know um, our friend Nick was always the white-haired chick whose whole deal, I'm forgetting, like la ancient something? Ancient exile. Yeah, some yeah. ancient exile. That was it exactly, yeah. And actually, a funny story about how we uh, unlocked that character. Completely by accident. Right. There's a stage that just had, you know, like, it has this rock. And the rock, we always thought was part of the background. And I think it was, it was Nick who shot the rock by mistake. Yeah, if you shoot the rock open, you can unlock this character. Yes. And what happened was... We thought it was part of the background. Yeah. We were doing a multiplayer match. Nick shot the rock. <laughs> Ancient Exile comes out of the rock and kills Nick. And that was actually the last kill to determine the game. And that's how we unlocked her. Which, I mean, that's complete and utter bullshit for the person who got killed. But Doesn't absolutely hilarious for everybody else. That's worth noting, though, is that because the, every character is only aesthetically different, gameplay is decided solely by skill. Yes, which is so important in Towerfall. Yes. I like that. That's something where there is no real handicap. It's you're either good at the game or you're not. Exactly. And it's easy to get good at the game. Right, right. So, I mean, I guess to sum it up, this is one of our favorite games. Yeah, this down. definitely is like our go-to party game. Yeah. Whenever we have a big group of people together, Towerfall usually comes out. And honestly, I'm surprised that it took us this long to talk about it. Yeah, well, we play lots of other good things, too. Right, right. Like, the other games that we've played were really good, but this was like, this is the staple of our gaming diet. It is. It's always there. We do a shit ton of Towerfall. So yeah, I guess that's that's Towerfall. I so, yeah. hope you go check it out. I hope you play it. Seriously, it's a really fun game. If you got a PS4, a Windows PC, Linux, Mac, if you have an Ouya. Yeah. Support Matt Makes Games. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely support Matt Makes Games. Excellent work. Easily I've probably put as much time into Towerfall as I've put into Diablo 3, and that's saying something. <laughs> that you're a massive nerd with no life? Yes, <laughs> but I'm a massive nerd with no life, equally in Diablo 3 and Towerfall. All right. Probably Fantasy Star Online, too. Just any generic MMO. No, no. I, 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 think, I think we're done here. We're done. We're, we're, done we're not going to get into the MMO or Fantasy Star discussion. Maybe if we feel like it, we'll do a Fantasy Star episode at some point. Maybe in the future. I don't know. Fantasy Star is a, a kind of hate-love thing for me. Maybe in the future. Our, I mean, our whole thing is we do kind of like under-the-radar shit. I don't know if Fantasy Star Online's really under-the-radar. It's not. It's so not. <laughs> but Which, yeah. 
By the way, as we just mentioned, and you may have noticed, we try to do under-the-radar games. Again, if you have suggestions, please hit us up with oh, them. Oh, seriously. We're always looking for other stuff we may not have heard of. I'm open to pretty much anything with gaming. I love finding hidden gems. I mean, yeah. that, that's why I started this podcast. Exactly. I mean, if you suggest something to us, I know we don't have a whole lot of listeners who suggest it, we'll definitely throw your name out there, give you a shout-out, yeah, I mean, too. Yeah. At the moment, with our, uh, I guess, modest listener base, I can safely say, if you suggest a game, we'll play it. That, uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. If we get a suggestion right from now, anybody, that's a we'll safe go through and play it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, like I said, Towerfall, Towerfall Ascension, check it out. Definitely worth your time. I mean, well, I guess here's kind of a caveat on that. If you have at least two controllers and a friend who games heavily, or even just a friend who's moderately interested in gaming, check it out. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's better with a friend. The single player is okay. It's okay, but better with a friend. The definitely. multiplayer is really where this game shines. Yep. So definitely check this game out, and well, the game doesn't have online, so can't play against us. But hey, well, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't want to get your ass kicked anyway. Would That's you? right. <laughs> So hey, uh, seriously, man, thanks once again for listening to another episode of Two Ryan Crew. I'm Ryan Fust. And I'm Ryan Barnett. And as always, we appreciate it. I mean, you are few, but we are so happy for you. We greatly appreciate all of you. And tell you what, if you greatly appreciate us, there's a couple of things you could do. If you're listening on iTunes, why not subscribe? Give us a review. That would actually really help us out. Yeah, um be awesome to hear your thoughts on what we're doing, what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right. You or know? if you're not a fan of Apple products, you're not on iTunes, why don't you tweet about us? You can always uh, go ahead and tweet directly at us by using the Twitter handle at 2RyanCrewCast. Really? No no tweet, twat, twit joke? We can do that if you want to tweet, twat, or twit at us. That's once again at 2RyanCrewCast, which, yes, I know I screwed that up in part one of the Halloween episode. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Don't call it out. People forget. Oh, no. I guarantee you everybody tried to tweet at the original handle that I said. And that's why we haven't gotten any tweets yet. That must be it. That's exactly it. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chalk it up to that. Yep. You fucker. Or if you want to go ahead and email us, if you want to send us uh, game suggestions, uh, you know, dick pics, pictures of Dick Cheney, pictures of blue-footed boobies, pictures of the animals known as Dick Dicks. Yep. That's right. Always. We're always up for the pictures. If you're a fan of Dick Suggestions, Van Dyke, hate mail. Yeah. Suggestions, hate mail, love mail. Go ahead and send all of that good shit to us. Our email address is 2RyanCrew at gmail.com. That's the number 2, RyanCrew at gmail.com. And hey, once again, thanks for listening.